running out. I don't want to run out. Because those people used to be without. They grew up. They struggled. You know what I'm saying? See, some of y'all don't know. And I'm not saying this to make it seem like, oh, I'm better than you because I went through this. No, nobody should go through this. What I'm saying. We got to stop glorifying struggle. I'm just being real. See, it was times in my childhood where I had to take cold showers. It was because the water was off. Now, see, some of y'all young, y'all don't know nothing but total electric apartments. Thank God the lights can be off back in the day and the water still be on. You know, you still have hot water. Now your lights off, you got cold water. I mean, we couldn't pay the gas bill. We used to have to take bowls of water and put them in the microwave and warm them up and go in the bathroom and, and take a bath and take a shot and, and take a bath. Or you would just have to take a cold shower. Some of y'all don't understand strength until you go take a cold shower. Right? Some of y'all ain't never missed a Christmas. Right? So now you overly ex excessively do it with your children. Now you spend your whole rent check on Christmas because you don't want your children to feel what you felt. But you understand you got to live after Christmas. I remember it was times where I could make, I could take a pack. Now my wife don't play the whole ramen noodle thing. But back in the day, I could take a box of ramen noodles and you would have thought I was Ichiraku. I'm just being real. I'm just being real. We have been without and I mean, those are the cars that we was dealt. We just been without. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm talking about, I remember going to open up the refrigerator and it wasn't nothing there but baking soda. I was finna do something with that baking soda. I was finna eat some kind of way. If you know, you know. You know what I'm saying? Let me stop. I'm not promoting that baby. But I'm just saying. That's all that was in there. And now, in our adult life, we are so excessive. We overbuy everything. Why do you need four, five big things of pine saw? You got a one and a half bath. And that's just being truthful. That's just being truthful, y'all. You know, we, we overdo it now. And some of us went through it so bad to the point that we don't know how to save money. What you mean, Chris? You would think somebody that struggled would know how to save money, no? Because they go through that, I'm tired of being without. So guess what? When I got $10 left and I want a 10-piece wing combo, I'm going to go get that 10-piece wing combo. We don't exercise. They don't always exercise wisdom. Being without does something to you, and you hate yourself for it. You hate yourself because you was without, but you got to understand something. You was a kid. You was a child. It wasn't your responsibility. So why are you holding that burden on yourself? Right, like, like, a wise man once told me, he said, you don't have to build your wardrobe overnight. He said, every time you get paid, just go get something. If it's a tie, if it's a pair of dress socks, if it's a suit this month, if it's a shirt, ask yourself, with all the hours that you work, how many times do you actually go out? And I'm talking about the hard workers. I'm not talking about the people that's pissing off out here. No offense. It is what it is. It's a difference between somebody that's hard working and somebody that's pissing off out here. You, if you, if you pissing off out here, you don't understand. 
But for those that actually go to work and work a nine to five and, and the, for the young man and the young woman, how many times do you actually go out? You probably see your coworkers more than you see your own family at home. Once a month, twice. So why are you on Sheen buying 40 outfits for $9.99? I don't understand. Why are you spending four, $500 on Sheen? To go where? To put your vest on and go to work? To go put that, 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 that traffic vest on? And go deliver packages at Amazon? What would you doing? Man, if you don't... Mm, gonna smack somebody sometime. But when you feeling like that, when you feeling like a failure, when you feeling unworthy... And you feel like you won't be successful. That is a lie from the pits of hell. It's a lie from the pits of hell. So when I'm feeling like that, because I'm, I'm telling y'all this, I'm not reading somebody else's list. This not, this not Mac list. This not my mama list, my sister list. My, no. These are the things I hate about me. Your list might not look like this. Your list might not look like this. Right? But this is my list. Because I've, I've, I've done the same things I'm telling y'all. I'm not going to sit up here and tell y'all something. No, no, this is me. You can write it down, clip it, make a YouTube show. I don't care. Vulnerability is all I got. My, 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 my testimony is not my own. So when I'm feeling like that, God gave me scripture. Philippians 4.19, right? But my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Matthew 7, 7. If ye be, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father, which is in heaven, give good things to them that ask him? I'm sorry, it's Matthew 7, 11. Matthew 7, 7 is, Ask, and it shall be given to you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. Jeremiah 29, 11. I only got to read that one. Just look on, look at your chest because I'm pretty sure you got a tattoo somewhere. But it says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not to give you evil, to give you an expected end. Right? Matthew 6, 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Right? And my God is able to make uh, all grace abound towards you that ye may have all sufficiency in all things may abound to in every good work. Um... These are things, and I have more, but these are just some verses that I wrote that I quote over my life when I'm feeling broke, financially unstable, fear of being without, like a failure, unworthy, and I, and I won't be successful, right? Those are the things that I feel. And when the enemy try to get me to feel like that, what I do, I quote God's words. See, I printed this out only for this live. For Slaughter University. These notes are in my phone. So when I roll over and I look at my phone, guess what? That's what I'm looking at. You think I'm scrolling on Instagram? No. I have a thought in my head the devil is trying to play with. I need to cast this thought down. But guess what? I'm casting this thought down with scripture. Stop trying to cast thoughts down on your own. It don't work like that. Two more sections. Oh, uh, I hate about myself that I'm easily hurt. 
Man, I be so tough on the outside, and a lot of stuff, I, you know, it really looks like I eat it. No pun intended. But I really, I really look like on the outside that I can take a joke. Don't get me wrong. I love the John. I love the clown. But it is at times that my feelings are easily hurt, and I hate that about myself. I hate that I'm easily hurt. Because I can laugh at something, and for the rest of the night, I'm thinking about, man, that really hurt my feelings, right? I have insecurities. Uh, I hate that saying I feel unintelligent sometimes. I feel expendable and no use. And that's a bold face lie, right? And when the Lord broke it down to me, he said, for if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly father will also forgive you. But if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your father forgive your trespasses. I want God to forgive me. So I got to forgive people. So when I'm feeling easily hurt, I got to remember forgiveness. Because guess what? That person is on down the street and joins the TK talking on the phone. Probably don't even know what they said hurt you. And you are up here meditating on it, thinking about it in the shower. Or we always feel like, I got to say something. If they made a joke and you didn't really take it as a joke and it hurt your feelings, if it's that serious, you can say something, but at the same time, ask yourself, why did it hurt you? See, this this just, this just therapy nuggets I'm dropping off on y'all. Like, I'm in therapy. I go to therapy every week. Every week, I sit down with my therapist and we talk for an hour. I'm only supposed to be out. We'll be going like an hour and 30. But every week, I realize more and more and more about myself. And who would have thought that going to therapy made me realize that I hate the very person that I am? I have 20-something things I hate about myself, but only one thing that I, I love about myself? Somebody lying. And it ain't God. It ain't God. You know, he says, cast it on your care for him, for he cares for you. If don't nobody else care about your black self or whatever you is, white, Hispanic, check your whatever, Baptist, no, just black. Whatever it is, God cares about you. Meaning that the whole time you sit, oh, oh. What I learned in therapy, and this is why I love Slaughter University podcast, because I get to be transparent with y'all. What I learned in therapy was we get so comfortable being uncomfortable. And let me break it down to you. We done got so comfortable in depression that not being depressed feels uncomfortable to us. Oh my Lord of hosts, Lord of armies. Did y'all hear what I just said? You have been beating on yourself mentally and emotionally so long that you are actually uncomfortable coming out of it. When you actually have a moment where you're actually happy? Oh, Lord forbid. 
you finna self-sabotage your happiness because you're not used to it. We all do things that are like uncomfortable comfort methods. I'll be honest. My mind can wonder. When I get to thinking, it goes down that rabbit hole and I ain't talking about that show on Prime Video, but you need to check that out. That's a good show. Anyway, it go down that rabbit hole. I get so tired of being in my thoughts, family. And I call y'all family because we are all brothers and sisters in Christ. I love every last one of y'all dearly. And I'm going to be honest with you. I get so deep in my thoughts. Boy, the only way I can stop thinking is if I distract myself. So how I distract myself is TikTok. Instagram, Facebook, and I just watch videos. I don't care what they're about. I'm just filling myself with trash, as my mother-in-law say, trash TV. I'm just filling myself with garbage because I would rather listen to somebody else than be trapped in my own mind. And I noticed it because my wife Oh, I love my wife to death. Let me tell you about Matt. She can tell when something's bothering me, and I don't even got to say nothing. We could have just got done laughing and joking with each other, but we'll be laying in bed. And I'll roll over face to fan. Y'all know how his big boys is. We need our fan. And I'll be scrolling on TikTok, you know, whatever. And she'll be like, babe, you know, uh, give me a hug, give me some kisses, you know? And I have a lot, but I just want to scroll on my phone. I just want to scroll. She said, you tired? I'm like, yeah, I'm just tired. I just want to scroll on my phone, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Just making up an excuse. And I went for a walk today, and I, I go for a prayer walk. You know, sometimes we like to go in our prayer closet, and that's fine, but I really think a prayer walk would be good for people. Just if you live in a safe neighborhood where you can walk around, please don't walk around O-Block if you live out there. If you live in a safe neighborhood where you can walk around, go for a prayer walk and talk to God and just be honest. Man, if you slip up and cuss, Lord, forgive me, just keep going, but be honest with God. And I'm telling you, God revealed to me, he said, Chris, because the issue I brought to the Lord was, Lord, sometimes I feel like my wife just wants all my attention. And I feel like sometimes I just want to lay there and just be to myself. And God said, that's not what it is. He said, when you are letting these thoughts barricade your mind, you try to escape from your reality by joining somebody else's. Whether their reality is real on TikTok or not, that's where you go to. And when your wife calls on your attention and she starts asking you stuff like, are you okay? How you feeling? Do you want to talk about it? You get uncomfortable because now you have to think and ask yourself, what is wrong with me? And a lot of us don't want to ask ourselves the real question. What am I really mad about? Let me tell y'all something. When you dating somebody, engaged, married, whatever, 
and y'all get into a heated argument and it's just going on, I dare you to stop and say, babe, what are we arguing about? I'm, I'm just saying, you, no, 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 babe. What are we arguing about? Because I can guarantee you, you ain't arguing about what you really mad about. And sometimes when my wife asks me, baby, what's wrong? We don't want to face the reality of what it is that's bothering me. So it's easy for me to scroll and watch you guys' videos on TikTok and like and reshare and repost. Because I would rather watch you do a three-minute TikTok of how you got up, fixed coffee, went to the gym, now you fixing kale salads and toast on bread that I probably can't even afford to buy with avocado spread because that feels a lot better than facing what I'm really dealing with. Your life. Anybody's life but my own. You could be, go you could be going through H double hockey sticks on the other side of that phone. Nobody knows. But it's easy for me to watch your life. Can I be real with somebody today? It is easier for me to watch your life than deal with what's going on in me. Because I'm afraid of what I'm going to find. Because when you find out what you're mad about, you got to find out why that makes you mad. And then when you find out why it makes you mad, you got to go back and revisit how did you get here? And a lot of us don't want to admit that a lot of the things that upset us while we hate ourselves, it probably stems from something that happened years ago. A lot of us are walking, breathing, flesh of bones full of unforgiveness. But yet we don't want to admit that some of the same people we don't forgive, the same people we haven't forgave, the reason why we are who we are today, the same people that we deal with, that, 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 that hurt us are the same people we're dealing with. You got somebody in your circle right now that hurt you a long time ago. You got some family member in your life right now that hurt you a long time ago. But yet you treat that person as if they never did nothing to you. See, see, we like to play the role of forgiveness, but we don't want to actually forgive the person. Well, if you're going to sit up and have tea time and talk to people and treat that person as if they never done something, why you don't want to let it go? Because we have became a doormat generation that acts like we so tough. We are one of the most so tough generations but soft. We think because we got smart mouths and we clap back and we not going to take this. We are jelly beans. Oh, you hard on the outside, but you soft on the inside. Because the same person that hurt you, you don't just want to admit to the Lord. Lord, that's my best friend, but she hurt me. And the thing that hurt you she probably did in high school, middle school, elementary school. Something your mama did, your daddy abandoned you. Promises was broken. 
these are the things God wants you to bring to yourself because you're not taking it out on them. You know, like somebody said, unforgiveness is like swallowing poison and expecting the other person to die. That person done moved on. So your girl, Sanjanique, a.k.a. Neek Neek, has partnered up with Slaughter University to bless us with some custom merch. If you want some Slaughter University merch or just want some custom merch in general, hit her up and her business be unique. Promo code in the description. When I wrote these scripture verses, I felt so free as I started to read God's truth over my life. Every lie that the enemy has told me. Y'all, let me tell you something. I've had so many restless nights where I'm just up looking at the, looking at the ceiling. Can't sleep. I'm just going through torture. And I'm not casting these thoughts down. We can look up everything else, but we can't Google, oh, Lord, I need a Bible verse about condemnation. Why am I condemning myself? There's no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. Let it go. Some of you have hurt people, and you are still holding on to something you did a long time ago. Listen, you hurt their feelings. I'm sorry, but you got to let it go. You got to forgive yourself. There's no condemnation though. Okay, you did something messed up. You may have cheated. We all got history. Okay, there's no condemnation in those in Christ Jesus. Get up, dust yourself off, learn from it. Don't do it again. But the enemy is constantly going to be attacking your mind, trying to tell you. And the reason why you can't love nobody else is because you hate yourself. So what I want you to do is make that chart. Write everything you hate about yourself. I don't care if you got a bad tooth in the back of your mouth and it makes you, write it down. And write God's truth about yourself. Because if you don't learn how to love somebody else, then you won't really understand what love is. You know, I understand how much God loved me when I had to learn how to love my wife correctly. Like, you have to understand that you have to learn to love people in their brokenness. I heard somebody say that. It's not your job to fix everything. It's not your job to fix everybody. But as you're going through this life thing with your partner, with your friends, with your family, you have to learn how to love them over and over and over again through who they is. I'm not saying put up with it. I'm just saying learn how to love them. But you won't be able to do that until you learn how to love yourself. A lot of you hate yourselves. Look, I'm being vulnerable and transparent because that's what God called me to be. But a lot of you understand fully that you hate yourself. And the first part of being free is admitting to the Lord, Lord, I hate myself. I hate myself. I hate this about me. 
I hate that about me. And then you find, you read God's word and you find out God's truth about what he says about you. I want you to say it over yourself every single day, every morning or every night, once a day, twice a day, until you get it in your head that the enemy is a liar. You are everything that God says that you are because God died and called you to himself. See, when you acting in love, you're acting like God. When you're acting out of love, you're acting like you. You are a new creation in Christ when you accept God to be your Lord and Savior. And the beautiful thing what a lot of people don't understand about Christianity is that in other religions, they make you seem like you have to do the work to get to this higher standard. And God said, no, I did the work. So no man may boast. I did it. I called you unto myself. A lot of you cannot love yourself because you don't believe that you are actually loved. You are still holding on to the things that, that you did. And you feel like it ain't no way God can love me because of all the stuff I did. Shut up. Yes, he can. God didn't come down here and die on the cross for you to be like, I can't. What I learned in therapy is the first part is actually believing. Believe it. You have to believe God's word. Everything people tell you, the Bible says, let God be the truth and let every man be alive. I don't care if somebody walked up to your face and said, you are hideous. You say, that's your opinion and that's false. Because the Bible says, which is God's word, that I have an apple in his eye. And I'm beautifully and wonderfully made. And that's why a lot of you settle. A lot of you settle. Because you don't even believe that you are loved. You looking at yourself and you feel like you got to settle for uh, Ragney Ann. And Madman and Monte. You think that it's normal to be getting ran out on. Abandoned. Left with a child. Left left with a broke. You think that it's okay. That every man cheats. That is a lie. You think that it's okay to believe that every woman cheats. That is a lie. I got tired of the anxiety. But I dealt with that. Because I didn't love myself. Hating yourself have so many problems. So many problems. I hated myself. I let people treat me. However, I dealt with women I knew. I took jobs. Man, I ain't gonna lie, bro. You ain't never just walked in the job and they just got to talking and God was just like, I don't do it. And you put up with something so much. Let me tell you something. A lot of y'all knew I was working at the post office. Last week, I quit my job. And a lot of people be like, oh, why would you quit the post office? Let me tell you something. The wear and tear that it had on my mental, the constant changing of schedules, the, the unrealistic expectations 
You can only miss three days and 90 days. You can be, let me tell you something. I was at work and I was set to get off at 6.15. They waited to 6.10 to send an email and say, mandatory overtime, you got to stay four hours. sell my soul for another dollar again. And that's just the truth. I don't care what the job look like, sound like, how good it is. God gave me one, he'll give me another. And let me just tell you how good God is. Wisdom is looking for another job. But my wife kept telling me, she said, baby, I think with your personality, you'll just be good in sales. So I said, you know what? I'm going to listen to my wife because a lot of us don't want to listen to our wives. We don't want to listen to our women. You chose this woman not to listen to her. This girl sees stuff in you that you can't see and she's telling you, baby. Because guess what? She said, babe, why don't you try being a car salesman? Just saying. Going to real estate. I think you do great at that. Because guess what? The harder I work, the more money I make. You can go to a job and work as hard as you want. You cap out at 80 hours. You can't make more by putting in more. And that's what I got tired of doing. And I took a step out on faith. And guess what? When I quit the job, I didn't have a job. But I was trying to get a job before I quit the job. I went back to the job on my birthday and it just didn't sit right. And because I'm married, I have to make sure that me and my wife are in agreement with a lot of things. Unless it's something God is just really telling me to do. They said... I know it's time for you to go. And that's why a lot of you need to make sure that you have a woman on your side. That Let me tell you something. God says a man that find a wife find a good thing and obtain favor from the Lord. My wife is the one that told me, you need to quit. This is not something. My, my, my wife been a stay-at-home wife for, for almost two years. A stay-at-home wife for two years. And this is the woman that said, baby, I will go back to work too. You need to quit and find another job and do something you will be good at and make more money because this is crazy. And God was speaking to me through my wife and I quit that job. And let me tell you something, an hour later, I got another one. You ain't got to believe me. Because when you're walking in God's will, he is not going to leave nor forsake you. An hour later, I got another job. And then God sent me a check. 
and I was able to pay all my bills for the month of June. Boy, y'all better not. Boy, an hour later, I got a job in sales as a car salesman. But I'm like, Lord, I still got to work to pay my bills. The next day, I got a check that covered all my bills for the month of June. All because I decided to put God first. See, when God says he's doing a new thing, see, faith is not going to get another job while you got a job. Faith is sometimes stepping out and saying, Lord, you put me here. You got to keep me here. And you know what God asked for me in return? Love God and only God with all your soul, with all your mind and all your heart. And love your neighbor as you love yourself. Believe that I am God and that there is no way to the Father but through me. That is all God asked me. Follow in my ways. Follow my commandments. Some of you are trying to hate sin before you learn how to love God. You have to learn how to love God first. And when you learn how to love God, you will begin to hate the things that he hates. And you will begin not to walk in the things that he hates. Learn to unhate yourself and love yourself and let's love others as we love ourselves. That's it. That's Slaughter University. Y'all have a good night.